Hi, this is Stacy Midge with the Just a Smidge podcast. I am a retail wine salesperson, a wine educator, a giant wine nerd, sometimes a Cabernet Franc evangelist, and I just really love to share all of the things that I'm learning about wine with all of you. So this is the Just a Smidge podcast where we spend about 10 minutes talking about some kind of interesting thing in wine. Today, I want to talk about natural wines. What is a natural wine? Uh, Is it really different from unnatural wine? What is an unnatural wine? Is, uh, are there different, are there differences between natural wines or they are, are they all alike? Um, What are we talking about when we talk about a natural wine? Because natural wines are getting very, very popular right now. Uh, even in the time that I've worked in wine sales in just the last year, our requests for natural wines and adjacent car- categories like orange wine have gone up exponentially. So let's talk about what a natural wine is. A natural wine is, in brief, a wine that is uh, produced using minimal intervention, both in the vineyard and in the winemaking process. So usually we're talking about farming methods that are organic, uh, that don't use pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, that aren't using chemicals in the vineyard or are using as little chemical as they possibly can. They're also talking about uh, low intervention winemaking methods. So in the winery, not using extra sulfites. There are sulfites in wine naturally, but not using extra ones, not using... Uh, sort of chemical compounds to bolster the wine. And they're also talking about not using commercially cultivated yeast. So instead of buying yeast, they will use the yeast that occurs naturally on the grapes. This is the way that wine has been made for thousands of years, as long as there has been wine. So everything that is old is new again. So despite being a rage, this is the way that wine was originally made. And despite natural wine being thought of right now as a new thing, using the naturally occurring yeast and not using a bunch of additional chemicals to make wine is not new at all. That is the way that people have been doing it for generations and generations. But now it's part of this wine movement, this sort of recapturing of something that is older, something that is a little uh, less refined and less predictable just by nature. Sometimes we think of being less refined as a negative thing, but natural winemakers think of this as a positive. Natural wine is essentially an adventure in a bottle. You are not entirely sure what you're going to get. Even the wines that are in a single batch are not always the same. So you can open one bottle in a case and you can love it. You absolutely love it. And then you have other bottles from the same case and they are entirely different because the yeast is still doing things in the bottle. The wine is still developing within the bottle as all wines do, but these wines develop in much less predictable ways than sort of classical wine styles. And that is something that is uh, bothersome to some people and that is really exciting to other people. So it's something you have to know when you're getting into natural wine is that you're just not going to get the same thing every time you get a bottle, even if you get the same bottle. That said, there are some natural winemakers that are putting out really amazing product with, you know, fairly good consistency. 
Uh, one of the producers that I really like is Margins. Megan Bell is the winemaker there, and she's doing some really lovely things with underrepresented grape varietals. Uh, so interesting, rare grape varieties that aren't normal in the United States that aren't grown a lot. And she's also growing them in areas where it's suitable for grape growing, but they have been kind of underrepresented on the wine scene. So she's trying to bring growers and grapes and areas from the margins into the limelight and making some really wonderful wines. I'm particularly fond of her Chenin Blanc, uh, both the regular and the skin contact Chenin Blanc. Uh, we'll come back to skin contact in a minute. Uh, there are other producers, especially some Alsatian producers in France who are doing just really wonderful things. One of the producers I really like is Pirouettes. They are a conglomerate of growers, but want one winemaker who, so that they're allowing people who grow grapes and really care about wine to put out their wine on an international market, which they could never afford to do on their own. And Pirouettes is making some really great stuff. I really love their orange wine called Eros. So that's what is going to get us into orange wine or skin contact wine. Uh, this is really popular in natural wine. And it just means that it's a wine that's made like a rosé, but from a white grape variety. So you take a white grape, which would normally have the skins removed before, before fermentation, but you're taking the white grape and you are fermenting it for at least a short time with the skins. You're doing skin maceration, letting it sit in the juice, letting the tannins from the skins get into the wine, which is not usual for a white wine to have tannins. Um, you're letting all of that additional flavor get into the wine. Uh, sometimes they'll have some uh, stem fermentation as well in orange wine. So it's got a little bit of a funk to it. It's a little bit unusual. It can taste a little bit like um, varnish is the, is the flavor that people talk about in orange wine. It also has good sort of acidity, good fruit flavors, but is definitely distinct from the other white wines that you would probably have tried. And some people love it, and some people think it is just horrific. But uh, Pirouettes makes a great orange wine called Eros. I just love it. Another thing that you should know about natural wine is that there are a lot of different wine producers right now who are moving toward natural wines in the sense that they are low intervention in the vineyard, they are doing sustainable or organic or biodynamic or regenerative agriculture in the vineyards. So they're also not using all of the harmful chemicals that I talked about before. They're also using native yeast that comes on the grapes instead of uh, commercially cultivated yeast. They're also using very minimal sulfites and very minimal chemical additions to their wine, but they're doing things a little bit differently in terms of controlling quality of the wine, and they're trying to make more elegant wines. In this category, I think about uh, wineries like Benziger and Imagery, which are sister wineries. Jamie Benzinger is the uh, the winemaker in both of those places, or think about Mathiasen, Steve Mathiasen, who is the winemaker there, Ashes and Diamonds, probably some other places as well. Uh, 
who are, they're both committed to wines that are low intervention, wines that uh, don't hurt the environment. And in fact, that the growing actually helps the environment, that we regenerate the soil, that we protect the entire ecosystem in the process of making wine. So they're making some really exciting things, but they are not found in a natural wine category they just don't classify themselves as natural winemakers. They classify themselves as winemakers, uh, doing things in a way that feels morally responsible, ecologically sustainable to them. So you can make natural wine in a whole spectrum of different ways, but really what it comes down to is um, letting grapes be grapes, not uh, putting too much control on what is happening in the vineyard, just having really good quality fruit uh, and tending to it as best you can um, and making really great quality wine without pumping a bunch of other artificial things into it. This is what makes great wine no matter where you are and even where places in places where they can't really grow organic, the climate doesn't allow for it. They're still dialing back some of the artificial intervention to make really great and still responsible wines. So you can be on the lookout for all of these wines natural, uh, determined natural, and also things that are trying to be more natural, more sustainable without being classified as natural. We are coming to the end of our 10 minutes. Thanks for listening to my second podcast. This will not be a daily thing in the future. I'm just trying to amass a little bit of content to give people a taste of what I'll be doing. Again, this is the Just a Smidge podcast. I also have a business doing tastings, classes, both in person and online, and travel services. You can find me at justasmidge.me. Thanks and have a great day. Happy drinking.